Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. We had a great conversation on Monday morning. That really narrows it down, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Public school, Christian school, homeschool, which one did you choose and why? Mm. Here's a headline that got us thinking. Bible teacher Jen Wilkin addresses criticism of her views on sending children to public schools. And so, basically, she's come out, she's addressed criticisms of her views uh, shared during a recent conversation on whether Christian parents should enroll their children in public schools. Last month, she's a mother of five, she participated and shared her views on public schools during the Gospel Coalition's Good Faith Debate Series. And she revealed that all of her children have attended public school, and many of her family members are active in the public school system. She said, we're all in the public schools in our family. She said that people often assume someone with a large family and a strong religious, uh, strong religious convictions would choose homeschooling or a private Christian school, adding, you can imagine that as someone who was in full-time outward-facing ministry— This was met with a lot of raised eyebrows through the years. We did choose public school out of conviction, she said, but I always like to make clear up front that we did not have any special considerations in that our kids did not have learning disabilities and there were no special concerns that might have played into that decision for us. She said, I would never say everyone should choose public school, but... I would say we should really try hard to, if at all possible, because we believe in the public school ideal. We believe that education is a right, it's necessary for human flourishing, and it's good for society. It's a mark of civilization. She went on to say this, We believe that our participation in the public school system was directly related to loving our neighbors, and so if we could opt in at all, then we absolutely wanted to, so we did. Now, her comments received some pushback on social media. Big surprise here, right? Mm -hmm. People taking issue with what she was saying. One podcaster said this, Jen Wilkin is simply dead wrong here. The community does not have a say in how you choose to educate your children. Your first ministry is always your family, and then your work then you work outward. You don't sacrifice your family because the community's needs are somehow more important. Also in a series of treats, uh, tweets this week, the, uh, th- these tweets were not a treat. Uh, the speaker and author responded to the criticism and uh, corrected misconceptions about her position. Okay, So here's kind of her, there was a lot of pushback, and then she said, all right, I'm going to reply to this. I did not say Christians should send their kids to public school to love their neighbor. This is a mischaracterization of my argument. I did say what's best for my family is only one lens for families who have a choice in education. She said, I suggested considering an additional lens, the impact uh, withdrawing from public schools has had on our communities, particularly on families without a choice in education. I did not say that love of neighbor means we must choose public school. I did see, I did say not all public school districts are equal by any means, 
and to learn firsthand what yours is actually teaching versus listening to hearsay is important. I did not say our kids should be missionaries. I explicitly said the opposite twice. So uh, she said, I don't think every family with a choice in education has to arrive at the same education choice. So the entire debate is there for the watching, she said. Just watch it, and you can pretty much see for yourself what I said and didn't say. You don't have to rely on secondhand info. Interesting, a recent study found that homeschooling, by the way, saw a 30% increase in 2021-22, while public school enrollment fell by more than 1.2 million students within the first two years of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, Kirk Cameron, right? Growing Pains, follower uh-huh. of Jesus. Uh, he and his wife, they have quite a brood. His wife's name is Chelsea. They decided to homeschool their children. They have six kids. Homeschooling is the biblical concept that parenting, and particularly the education of children, is a parental responsibility and privilege, he said. It is not some job that God gave to civil government to do. And yet for generations, we've handed our children over to the government, essentially giving to Caesar the things that belong to God and our children. And uh, made in the image of God, they belong to us. So they are saying homeschooling is what we have chosen. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. Leave your comments and your thoughts. We appreciate your feedback. You can give us a review. Also, don't forget to uh, like us, follow us, subscribe as well. It can be in the Christian subculture. Um, I know it can be kind of tough if you say, you know, I send my kids to public schools. It depends, of course, who you're talking to and all of that. But it, it's almost like, well, you're sending them to public school. You know, why aren't they going to private Christian school or even better? Why are they not homeschooled? And you kind of feel like, well, you know, this is the choice that we made. Um, and so, Kate, you know what I'm saying? Some, yes, I There are do. some parents who are mm-hmm. like, man. And, yeah. and, and the, the implication is you're not doing the best you can do for your kids. Right. Yeah. So well, that's you, tough. You know, you don't love them as much. And, uh, you know, there are different Christian schools. Some should not be schools at all. And some of them are brilliant and wonderful, like Keswick right here. Great school. I mean, but some of them just call themselves Christian schools, and they don't teach the kids. I was appalled by what they didn't learn. And there are some public schools that are very good in terms of mm-hmm. their, you know, educational right, opportunities right. and stuff. Do you think salt and light is a good thing to send our kids there, to send them strong mm-hmm. into a tough place to stand up for the Lord? Or do you think that homeschooling is, is the better route to take? To the phones we go. Let's go to Sharice in Tampa. Hi, Sharice. How are you? Hi. Good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Yeah. So, you bet. I am, I am a proud grandmother. Nana Bliss is real, y'all. So anyhow, so my babies, my grandbabies are two and one, uh, But and we've been having conversations about what school will look like. I personally... Uh, my children to public school. However, uh, I'm also a teacher recently left a couple of years ago. uh, And I will tell you that what is happening in those schools, parents would be appalled. There's a lot that's going on in terms of behaviors. There's a lot that children are being exposed to sexually. And uh, I will say this, the word of God is clear that we are to train our children. They are there. And and my concern about children these, these days is this, they don't 
don't establish a solid foundation to be able to navigate all that they're exposed to at such a young age. Mm -hmm. And so if they're not parented well, if they're not taught well from home, they are sent out as, you know, amongst vipers. And yeah, we're paying the price for it. Um, So that's my that's my two cents. Sharice, that's worth much more than two cents. Boy, that's good. That's a great perspective. Let's go to Marie next in Sarasota. Hi, Marie. Good morning to you. Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. Uh, So, you know, I first thought of, as a working mom, how difficult it would be to homeschool. Um, So I wanted to get that out there. But again, that is true that children are trained first at home and then they go out into the world. So no matter what adversities they're they're, they're faced with at school, um, in the public school, you know, it's our job as parents to train and equip them um, you know, what is right and what is wrong. And of course, definitely have um, involvement in, in their schooling if we don't have any choice besides public school. Now, I will say that I come from a Christian country. So in the U.S., it's a little different. Um, and so I've made the decision to absolutely um, send my child to a Christian school. <laughs> yeah. So um, I feel, <laughs> so if you have that um, ability to do that, um, as Christians, I, I feel that it's the best choice right now in the current climate that we're living in, in this country, absolutely, if you can, to um, send your child to a Christian school. Yeah. Marie, okay. thanks for weighing Thank in. You. That's good. Let's go next to, let's see, Peter in Wesley Chapel. Hi, Peter. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks for weighing in on this. What say you? Yeah, so um, it's it's timely conversation here. I just got done listening to a message by John MacArthur and turned it off. And um, I'm about ready to walk into my workplace, but this conversation was on my radio. So I wanted to call in and uh long time listener and appreciate everything you guys do. Um, me and my wife have been married for 15 years prior to us having any children. Our oldest is 12. Our youngest, which was just born in January is, you know, a couple of months old, but we have six children and we went to a moody, uh, conference in tampa and the speaker there was howard dayton yeah uh-huh. i love yeah. howard he's yeah. great yeah so howard dayton kind of spoke to me and my wife at the time and my wife was working and i was working we were both just kind of doing the thing and he almost prophetically spoke to my wife and said now young lady i would really feel like you are called to be a homemaker and to stay at home and we we, we were agreeing with that and we were very slapped in the face with some convictions because we kind of felt like, you know, we, we probably will be having some kids and how are we going to afford these kids on one income when we're so used to the luxurious love, lifestyle that we had with two incomes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we ended up getting pregnant a couple of months after that. And, you know, she quit her job um, to stay at home and make sure the pregnancy was okay. And we've just been, you know, blessed to be able to continue to go in this path, single income and my wife has some very strong convictions uh, whenever our oldest was four and she just felt she really needed the homeschool. And I, you know, I went to, I went to public school. My wife went to public school and I said, man, I, you know, I love you, baby, but as long as they don't grow up to be stupid, you know, I want to make sure that they're going to be, you know, well taught. And I think that's a big fear that maybe parents don't feel that they are adequately fit to teach mm-hmm. um, or yeah. have the patience. My right. wife would talk to me all day. I don't have the patience to do this. I don't have the patience to do this. 
God gives you the patience. God gives you the power to do it in his spirit. So anybody who out there is thinking about that, and boy, are we should be, should be thinking about that these days. Um, I, I would say, trust God, trust God. God might be speaking to you right now. Wow. Peter, uh, I'm so glad you called in. I'm so glad you were listening. Definitely a divine appointment. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, That's wonderful. Thank you. All of this good food for thought. You know, there's another book that popped into my mind as Peter was unpacking this about uh, uh, his wife coming home. And, uh, you know, he mentioned Howard Dayton. Well, a good friend of Howard's is, of course, Larry Burkett. Uh, he wrote a book years and years and years ago, Women Leaving the Workplace. Can we really survive on one income? And that's a big issue. Uh, that was a very, very important book in my own life, in the life of my family, because my wife read that. We prayed about it. And uh, she came home for about eight years uh, to be uh, with our youngest and, uh, of course, our oldest as well. But the first couple of years, first few years with our oldest, he was in daycare. So I definitely understand the challenges therein because then you've got the issue of, okay, I've I got to work. Now I don't th- – I can't afford private Christian school. That's not even on my radar. And I don't have the time to homeschool. So my only other option is public schools. And so we need to be really careful before we look down our noses at anybody who makes that choice. But I'll be the first to tell you – I'm not happy with the way things are going, obviously, in the public schools and the things that are happening there. Mm-hmm. Look at the books and the library and, and all of that and that controversy that's happening now, that our kids are being exposed to these these types of things. Thanks for listening to Curtin Kate Morning's podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.